Welcome to the NFT Now podcast. Every Wednesday, we speak with trailblazing artists, collectors, and technologists about how NFTs are redefining the creative economy and how you can be a part. I'm Sam Heisel. I'm Alejandro Navia. And I'm Matt Medved, and we're on a mission to empower the creators of culture. Welcome to the show. What's up, guys? How's it going? Yo, yo. What's going on? Que tal, Matt? Man, I am so excited to have Illustrator on the podcast today. Tim Kang, one of the top collectors in the NFT space, the founder of Seven's Genesis Grant, helping so many artists mint their first pieces and uh, empowering them to really explore all that this space has to offer. What are you guys excited about? Yeah, we're, we're just both so excited. Yeah, yeah. I, I can tell. tell. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited to get to know his perspective on the future of DAOs and how that's really affecting uh, the marketplace bidding. I, and he just seems like such an, uh, an intelligent and well-spoken hu- human that I was just really excited to dive into his mind and see how it all works. For sure. Uh, a wise man once told me, I, I believe it was actually Alejandro, that may be hard to own a Van Gogh, but you can't own a Beeple. So I, I think it was very interesting to have an illustrator on here because as a collector, as a Beeple owner, he's truly a patron of the arts. Not only is he really working to empower, he has his grant program, Seven Genesis Grant that we dive into, but he really is empowering this new wave of art. And to, to see it from his perspective, not only as, as kind of this patron, but also as a, a collector. And he's not just trying to flip, but there is some thoughtfulness as to what he is working to collect and he he kind of peels back the curtains on that so really appreciate it enjoyed that one last thing though before we do jump into the episode if you haven't already really do want to encourage everybody that's tuning in to go sign up for our newsletter nftnow.co every single week we'll be sending you a digest of some of the world uh, the, the best drops some of the thoughtful analysis, what to keep your eyes out for, artists that are really starting to make major waves in the community. You don't want to miss out, so be sure to sign up, nftnow.co. But without any further ado, Illustrator. Tim, so good to have you on the podcast, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Just flew in yesterday and first time in Miami by myself, so it's been it's been a good time so far. And uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me on here. You picked, yeah. a, you picked a great week to come. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Let's talk a little about, bit about your journey to becoming an NFT collector. Take us through it. Take us through that that that, that first Beeple auction as well. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Like so, I've been in crypto for a bit. Like kind of like looking at just always like looking for something like opportunity and like new new things, you know, innovations and stuff. And then I stumbled upon uh, Super Rare through Murat Pak's work. You know, his stuff was just very like conceptually like clean and aesthetic. And so like I was like, oh, this is like on Ethereum. So I, I'd like to like you know. Know, give it a shot and collect yeah, something yeah, yeah. you know get just try it out and then there was this piece called the moby snot that i uh, just like i was like this is real this is, it looks really dope you know it's like kind of like his logo in a sense it's like a cert it's a circle and then spinning and i don't know it, it just looked really dope so I, I was like all right this is the one after that i kind of you know after after buying that piece people started like following me on twitter i was like what's what, what's happening <laughs> you know like <laughs> like why are people following me and i had like you know 200 followers at the time yeah. and you know i'm like pretty like quiet and low-key about you know my my social presence and being online and so that was kind of my first foray and then so i realized like wait this something's happening here like this is this is very this is like an experience i've never like imagined would have happened like following after and then like and i connected with him as well like this guy who's you know created 
Archelect, just like a top, you know, curation, you know, account. Like it was just really cool to me to like to, to connect with someone. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. just from like being like a patron of his work, mm-hmm. and so I realized like, dang, like this is this what like it feels like to be like in the art space i guess like you know i i don't i don't come from like an art background like i love music that's kind of my passions and stuff but yeah so that was kind of my intro and then and then people actually reached out to me and he was like because he saw that i bought that and then he was like hey man like i'm working on this thing like you should like you should check it out and i was like yeah man like i would love to and like it was crazy that he he reached out and um he just showed me the the box and like the kind of like the physical pairing of his of his work um, in this digital infinity objects, mm. and then when I saw that, I was like, "Wait, this is like, this is it!" Like, and you know, like getting into crypto, I've been waiting for um, something that could really communicate to the world that it's not just like this this stock. You know, it's not just crypto. You know, people kind of like just see it as this like investment like stock thing. You know, so I was like. There, there's a lot more to it, you know, mm-hmm. um, like application based. And so I realized m- maybe art again is going to be the way to communicate to the world, like what what blockchain is really about and just like get people to start thinking about it, you know. And so when that auction came around, I, you know, I just wanted to participate in a sense um, because I thought it was going to be it's going to make history. Yeah. And um, so that's kind of like that was my intro to NFTs and. I mean, I've known about like CryptoPunks. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've known about like CryptoPunks and like and CryptoKitties, but at that time, I didn't, I didn't like fully like understand and get it that you know these kind of like first digital collectibles were going to be so so kind of like historic mm-hmm. and like um, timeless when it came to like you know digital artists and then seeing that money can go directly to them and they now have a way to you know kind of sustain themselves without having to depend on, you know, a lot else. And they can just like focus on the work and making the stuff that they like. Like that was just like the most beautiful thing to me because it's just like straight empowering. And that's just what I, you know, love about the space. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I absolutely love it. And I think uh, you definitely have been working to empower artists and um, support their arts, not only through kind of what you collect personally, but even, I mean, like the Seven Genesis um, grants, I mean, is a really special project. Can you talk a little bit about what exactly it is and kind of the the vision you have there? Yeah, for sure. Like it's it's, uh, really special to me. Like, um, you know, after that people auction in December, we we knew it was going to, we thought it was going to take time for things to like really really take off and mm-hmm. and and so the whole initiative was because of gas fees right and mike darlington he was like on on clubhouse we were on clubhouse together and he brought up the topic like yeah but what about gas fees right but then the topic was like kind of like just ignored pushed under the rug because he's kind of like a champion for for artists in a sense mm-hmm. to me in, in my opinion he just really wants to empower people you know and that's what i love about him so it was like a big concern to me because like this technology is supposed to represent like global opportunity, equal opportunity. And if it's going to cost like 50 to $200, that's just to try it out. Like it's really going to deter, you know, artists from an opportunity that could really change their lives. Right. Right. And so the idea just like came to me like, okay, so why don't we just kind of like create a fund and just like make it free to just give it, give it a shot. And then we, we, we try to do what we could to kind of like help introduce people and artists into the space 
And so I reached out to the artists that I've collected that I admired and said like, hey, like I have this idea, like would y'all like to, you know, push this, push this initiative with me? Mm-hmm. And then we just kind of, yeah, the, all, and all the artists were like totally down, you know, they were, they were so kind to, to, to join in and be like, yeah, and then they kind of pushed it out together. Yeah, we, had, we got like tons of submissions and like, yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. Dude, man, that's amazing, bro. It sounds like you guys are putting in for the great effort to become a bridge for upward mobility and economic development and also like giving people the platform to express themselves. So from that standpoint, like what are some of the success stories that have come out mm-hmm. of it? And like, what's a case study that you just see it as a champion for uh, the grant itself? Yeah, I think it's just like, I don't know, some artists have have come to me saying like, this is like, this is like, like, thank you. This has really like opened my eyes to things and like, and in like a life changing way. And like, just hearing that, like, just like makes me like, so like emotional, right? Mm-hmm. And because that's, that was what I wanted. We actually like took a lot of time to, to actually put their pieces up because I kind of made like a promise yeah. without having everything fully ready. So like, I was like, yeah, like I, I want to do this right. You know, I don't want to just like mint like in fun, like on random platforms where things would just get lost. And then, you know, maybe the opportunity isn't as, as good as, you know, it, it could be. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just started to like, and then, and then there were people who wanted to participate in, in the community. Like, how can I, how can I support? And I'm just like, and I, I really appreciated it, but like, I didn't know how I was like, how do I, how do I get people involved? And then so it, it was just like, it, it was a process of me like trying to understand like where, where I should take it, what I should build. And then, so I kind of had like a couple months to, I kind of put I, like the, yeah, the, the grantees were like so patient with me. And like, I, I, I really like appreciate that, that they kind of um, trusted that, you know, I would deliver something. And um, fortunately, like the platform is all done. And so the past like few months, I've been like just grinding it out, like, yeah. wake up, code, do work, eat coffee, <laughs> and sleep, and then has like there been seven a days favorite, a week. Has there been a favorite grantee of yours that you like, like that you're kind of keeping your pulse on, or something that stands out? Yeah. So i i I wish the I wish there were more people aware, I guess, of Sevens because there's some really like dope art that's not getting bids yet. Uh, we just like, kind of like announced and launched our exhibition, maybe like couple a couple of weeks ago maybe three weeks ago but there's you know i think like there's there's been like good sales and like so far but there's this guy kevin rupp and his piece is like it's just like the most like it, it just like tells a story in a sense in in a great analogical way and it's like uh you know the microsoft's word clippy okay and mm-hmm. it's like it's like sitting he's sitting there homeless and he's got like a please help or or yeah, like um, he had, you know, like a sign and um, and then there's just like passerbys. Mm. And so it, it was kind of like a nice, it was just a really cool framing. But yeah, that, that piece was pretty cool to me. Yeah, no, that's that's great. And, you know, I, I know that there have been a number of Sevens Genesis grant initiatives. I know you partnered with Paris Hilton uh, on a part on a, an initiative to empower female artists. Yeah. Tell us a bit about how that initiative came together and also your thoughts about how like what she did right in entering the space sort of as a, as a, as a celebrity. You know? Yeah, absolutely. You know, now that NFTs have kind of hit the main mainstream and, and got like big attention, there's been a lot of people who have kind of like come into this, the space and opportunity and technology with solely the intention of like making money and then not supporting everyone else, I guess, you know? 
And Paris is kind of like a one-off, honestly. Like she really came in and really took the time to understand and like connect with people and put people on and just like sharing. And so like, that was incredible to see. And then she had tweeted like, hey, like I, I'd love to donate to, to, to your charity, how, how can I? And then I was like, oh, damn. Like, <laughs> 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 that moment, okay. Like, yeah, I was right, like, yeah. damn. Yeah. And then so um, I reached out to her and then um, we kind of live close in proximity. So, so sh- um, her and her fiance invited me to their, to, the, to their place and I got to meet them and just hung out. Like they're, they're amazing people. Yeah. And then like, but like, I was also kind of like thinking like, like, where can I also, where can I support? Like, how can I make like an opportunity? Like just how can I create more opportunities together, I guess. And so it was like at this initial phase where um, actually taking, taking a step back a little bit, like the, when we first had our first grantees and submissions, I needed to figure out a way to kind of tailor and curate all the submissions because we did want kind of like um, artists that, you know, have determination and have put in the work in the past, you know. And so like there needed to be kind of like a way to curate and narrow narrow some of these grantees down. And so I created this this UI where for the for the committee, for the artists that I initially reached out to, to go through and and kind of select uh, the ones that they liked. Mm-hmm. And so going through that process, I realized, well, it was kind of janky at first. <laughs> like it was like slow. And so I was like, okay, I need, I need to make this better. And then, but like how, but this, it, it worked, it, it worked in a, in a way, you know? Like, so I was like, okay, so how can I make this better and maybe create more opportunities with this? And then that's when I realized, oh, this should just become like a, f- a framework. And then maybe there can be like other exhibitions with other um visions and intentions um for because there, there's so many good causes out there you know and so yeah and then and then I, I was just like wait like why don't we just do like a, a like a women's empowerment exhibition together mm-hmm. and then they're like it's a pretty good idea like and then but I was I wasn't like pushing yeah. but it was just like the idea that came to me I was like maybe we could do something cool here and then and then we ended up doing it and there were just so many like so many submissions and like yeah i'm just like so thankful for it like it's it's been exciting and then um yeah i'm excited for that exhibition to open i know i mean you've been in the the crypto world for a while you've seen the the market the technology itself mature i mean you kind of mentioned that nfts were this kind of amazing thing to really bring a little more attention to the kind of application to more mainstream culture as you think from a bird's eye view as as this kind of continues to grow and evolve like what do you think are some of the next major milestones in the continued like adoption of nfts as a mm-hmm. whole well i think the i think the tech could be better like they're like nfts are very like very primitive right now i think mm-hmm. um just from the standpoint of like more versatile options for for structuring like data and your and files and stuff yeah there's just like a lot more that can be built like mm-hmm. for example like maybe you can update your your image right or like a, or an art piece to like a next version but still have the old one like i don't know it's just like there there's just a lot to be built and so there's a lot of opportunity out there for for developers to create um interesting projects and mm-hmm. tools and step by step we're seeing that so i think the next steps are really going to be iterative in a sense yeah. Like the, the the projects that we're seeing are very like like everything is like everything that like really you know reaches the community is like something kind of new and then everyone's excited excited about it 
And then the next week, someone's coming out with some more, even <laughs> like more dope. And then, you know, it's, so I think it's just, I think it's going to be an iterative thing. Um, but maybe on a macro scale, I might have an answer in a bit, but <laughs> you can always circle back. No, I love that yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Too. I mean, a lot of times, the, even just the buying process right now, beyond just the some of the cool innovations yet to come. I mean, even just yeah, for your point on the tech, I mean, just the basic checkout process for a lot of like transactions is still not friendly for the mainstream yeah. market. Yeah, so it's cool to see how much traction there has been amidst the friction in that experience, yeah. and 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 what how that opens up plenty more doors as it continues to evolve. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. Yeah, I kind of want to. This is actually an actually bridge point for us because I, I want to bring on your collector hat. Okay. Right? Like I know we've talked a lot about the technology platform, but you have you're also curating your own collection right. in this process, right? right? What are some of the questions that you go through uh, from an internal standpoint with yourself uh, as to like what is considered criteria for you to invest in or collect? Yeah. Um, so it's kind of changed in a sense, like my criteria and going going through everything i think um but i think what's stayed core to me is finding artists that aren't well known yet um because and and but they're putting out but they make like really amazing things you know so i kind of look for for artists that maybe it's their first piece actually you know and like a genesis piece has has a lot of like you know special like significance you know and so just seeking out people that are are new but have a lot of talent and there, there's actually so many people out there and a lot of like some of the best artists are actually like just now getting into it you know they, they will because you know taking your time with things I, I feel like is reflective of 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 good work in a sense I think um and so a lot of like you know the best are still like have yet to you know come into the space and a lot of a lot of this talent have not fully like built a social following either you know and so it's you kind of have to like really well for me i just kind of follow people on twitter that i i just i just follow like what appeals to me i guess and but trying to seek out like new new people i think for sure makes total sense and you know i know we've talked a little bit about our shared love for music specifically yeah. dance music and, yeah for sure um, as a collector i wanted to get your thoughts on uh what you think sort of like the state of music nfts oh, is yeah. currently and and where how that can evolve or, or, or improve you know yeah for sure um i think there's a lot of opportunity actually um just just the things are not fully built out yet <laughs> for for music I, I did collect some works on catalog mm-hmm. and um those is this is tracked by eprom and it was just it was so like expressive and like it was it was amazing honestly like it was just such a good track but I, th- I think like a lot of people a lot of people are not putting their best work out there yet on as an NFT. Um, so what makes you think that, what, what's causing that? Maybe people want to try something first, um, like dipping a toe in the water before yeah, jumping yeah. into the deep end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's it, but it's still very nascent. And I think Justin Blau is is really really thinking forward i mean he's been like the champion of 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 nfts since 2017 you know and that's why he's a legend who i consider a legend in in this um context because he's been thinking he's really thinking about things and i think like you know creating um a collectible item or like a collectible song or or even like like a part of a a stem or a stem. stem. Yeah, 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 sorry. Stem. <laughs> I just yeah, blacked yeah. out like a stem or something. Like, I feel like you could slice and dice things and then like package like shares and 
creator creator shares and like you know just re redo everything you know from the ground up but all of that doesn't exist yet yeah. so um i think models the models will definitely change i mean we, we're seeing it right now like i think it was gareth emery he tweeted made a tweet like like you know how artists kind of like they were kind of sharing their bids like incremental bids that that were happening on an auction live but he he like instead of the actual a dollar amount or ether amount he was doing it in like spotify plays Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and it was like one million Spotify plays. <laughs> like two million. That was like when I saw that I was like, yeah, like that's this is like a really dope tweet because like yeah, it was just kinda of like putting everything in context. Yeah, and it's just that perspective. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean it's interesting too, just thinking about the rights management. I mean you bring up Blau yeah, with yeah. regards to like stems and potential just like automated royalty payments for all the producers and pieces coming together. I mean, um, photography, film. I mean, there's just so much like copyrighted work and to the extent that there can be some level of like true ownership built into the content itself. I mean, it, it becomes very interesting. Um, so it'll be so cool to see how that evolves as well within the space. Um, when you think about like artists too, I know you were kind of mentioning about work that speaks out. Um, but like what, what are just like some specific artists or projects that you love and that you're really excited about right now? Um, I, I just saw something called Ethlings. Mm -hmm. I thought that was, I thought that was cool. Like you could kind of like customize your, like a, you could customize the NFT and I'm guessing that I didn't, I didn't look too deeply into it. I didn't get a metaverse avatar, right? Yeah. 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 I, um, but base, yeah, I didn't, I, I don't have time to spend too much time looking at it. Um, but, um, yeah, it seemed like it was just like, you could kind of customize and like the NFT state would change, but then based on that state, it would like what, what's represented would 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 be different mm -hmm. and so that kind of like customizability i think very basic like from like a traditional sense but like this is but just seeing that is like really cool because that's how like that's how like primitive this is right now you know and so projects that are really kind of like doing more with the data mm -hmm. i think is like it's just really cool um and, and i think artists that are really keep that that keep up to date with these kind of like tech technology and um, I think they're they're gonna stand, stand the test of time because like they're gonna it shows that they're keeping up and innovating with with their craft as well. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, that's really fascinating, man. I think you spoke to two different aspects of like organizations, technology, but now like let's talk about like DAOs. Let's talk about these new organisms that are in this space. Yeah, that are essentially governance. Uh, for our listeners who don't know what a DAO is, it's a decentralized autonomous organization. It's like a new concept that's being built on chain to take on a single mission or multiple missions based on like a democratic ran organization. Um, what are your thoughts on DAO collectors and what they're doing to the market right now? Oh, I think it's really cool. Um, I think it's like some people really share a vision together, you know, and to kind of band together. Um, maybe, maybe DAO is not the the exact word for grouping together and collecting. It's it's more of like, well, what I consider a DAO is like open to anyone. So, um, but I, I guess I guess it works too. But um, yeah, I think it's cool that people are coming together and collecting, um, putting their money together and kind of like sharing a vision. And that kind of creates um, collaboration. And that's that's the whole like, ethos of blockchain you know collaboration instead of like competition like it's like healthy healthy competition you know um so yeah i think uh i think DAOs that are kind of collecting together i think it's it's really awesome um 
And I think there's even going to be more innovation there too. Like there's some, some, there might be DAOs that are just very open access that, that I think is going to come and seeing that play out is going to be really, really cool and interesting because DAOs are, are very powerful. They, they usually, you know, the, the kind of decentralized governance, it, they, the communities usually make the best decisions, um, and the, and the best, best capacity that they can. And, um, it, they really work, you know, they really make interesting decisions together and band together and really like, kind of like, like sharing your, the minds of like so many people together. It's it just like creates, it's just like, it's smart, you know, it's just like a lot of intelligence when you pull it together, you know? And so, um, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of DAOs coming out, especially, um, with different products. Yeah. As a collector yourself too, you know, I know, know we touched on a couple, a couple, uh, you know, pieces that you've collected, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on, you know, going through your collection. I'm sure you feel some sentimental uh, attachment, uh, certain, certain pieces are really meaningful to you. Would just love to hear about a few of the pieces that really stand out that have a lot of meaning to you in your collection. Yeah. I would say the first piece that I collected, that's, I mean, that just changed everything, you know, it's that it's just representative of the, of the experience. Um, the people piece also like you know that to me like it, it just represents something um very significant to me and um also an artist uh rafiq anadol um there was a charity um open earth charity auction um where all the proceeds would go into carbon emission research and um i mean i considered rafiq like an ai like uh gan legend um visually and so like uh and it like the piece like is 17 minutes long and then you're just watching like using like just like millions and millions and millions of photos and it just like it's crazy that it like evolves into like new i don't know you just need to see it it's just like I've seen it. It's amazing. <laughs> that was actually a pretty good description. <laughs> Better than I could have done. It's just yeah, you just gotta see it. It's just yeah, that's awesome. And when you think too about the um, starting to like showcase collections, like what excites you? I know there's cool ways to do galleries in the metaverse. I mean, we're here in Miami right now during Crypto Week. There's lots of like IRL galleries. Um, it's only going to continue to evolve like uh, Instagram for showcasing NFTs. Like it's already in development. Um, like when, when you think about the future of collectors showcasing their collection, what excites you? What do you think will kind of really emerge as some of the, the pioneering models? Yeah, honestly, like um, this opportunity is also very nascent and, and big because like, you know, when I first started collecting, I, I wanted to display it, you know, and so I'd put things on my TV, um, just the file, I would just get the file and then throw it on there. And then, but that feeling was really cool because I was like, dang, like yeah. I, I own this piece. Like I own this, yeah. I own this visual, you know, and just like just playing it on my TV. Um, but kind of like more integrated options just are kind of lacking right now. And so um, I think as that kind of tech gets built out and, and, and becomes more seamless it's, and it's like very interoperable with like, hope, like, yeah, through, through an app, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, any, any digital screen, any screen, any TV could yeah. become like, um, something that showcases um, NFTs and like uh, it's gonna be crazy. Like I think maybe there'll be like NFTs where you could just like you'll see like on the streets, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just like there, and then you can like you know scan it and like 
literally purchase it on the spot or something. Like, I don't know. Like, like it's, 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 it's going to happen. It's, it's probably tonight or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But like, um, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but yeah, just, but seeing that everywhere, you know, it's like, that's going to be, that's going to be dope. Um, it's just really going to change. I feel like it's going to change things up a bit. Like, um, you know, like ad placements, you know, like we see ads and stuff all around, but then these could be a little bit different, like with a kind of like ownership tied to it. Thousand percent. Yeah. And then just to kind of round it up and in closing, who's illustrator like, and give us the perception of behind the scenes of what goes on in that world a little bit. And then what do you see the NFT space in the next five years? Yeah, for sure. Um, so illustrated like my moniker. Yeah, your moniker. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I was uh, I was not very sober when I came up with it, but like uh, I was just like thinking and and um, so illustrator is like a it's, a it's like a play on words. Like there's you know the slang illist, which means like you know one of, like the best or something, and then raider. So like um, that name came from like DJing is like like the most like passionate hobby of mine. And um, as a selector, you need to kind of choose the best, right? And so I just, I was like, okay, illist Raider. Oh, and then it's, so I just, yeah, I just thought of that. It's a play on words. Yeah, like, yeah. Was- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so I was like, okay, that like, that's that's like, that's who I'm gonna call myself. Like, as a, <laughs> that's like a DJ. Um, yeah, so that's, that's where I came from. That's and um, yeah, I appreciate it. Um, and then as a did you ask like as a collector and like as a collector like where do you see the nfts where would you like to see you were looking to a crystal ball right now yeah you know we got illustrator in the house just to give us the what does the next five years of nfts look like in your world i see um is that a lot of a lot of things happening (laughs) um like i think DAOs are honestly like gonna be huge um to be like open like the whole premise of blockchain is like open participation and access for like for anyone and so like um if that really truly plays out on a on a you know global scale i can see um i can see it being a a a big thing um so DAOs like people communities coming together collecting um and uh innovating i think and that's that's i mean that's what crypto is that's what blockchain is and so I, I think that's a huge paradigm shift in the way that our world operates you know everything's like kind of like private clothes like um which is which leaves room for corruption and um, manipulation but like when things are open and transparent that's just a whole new honest collaborative game and 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 that's what i'm here for that's what i'm excited about love that man love that well we're happy that you're here for it we're happy that you're here yeah, with us yeah. <laughs> um, space is better for having you in it man and i'm man, excited to see that that's excited to see kind. all the projects you got in the works as well so um thank you for coming on man yeah thanks thanks so much for having me guys it's a pleasure of course thanks, brother. Man. peace Man, that was a great episode. I really loved hearing what he had to say. I'm very excited to see the kind of the iterative nature of how this tech continues to grow. I think there's a lot of opportunity. I mean, just how far we've come with how primitive things are is just a massive testament to the community and, and how things will only continue to get that much more exciting and innovative. What stood out to you guys? 
his passion for philanthropy. I mean, the fact that he has poured so much heart and soul uh, into the Sevens Genesis grant at a time that, you know, he could have been directing that, that energy into more profitable ventures if he had wanted to, but but he wanted to give back to the community. Uh, he put put so much into it, and it's really paying dividends in terms of helping artists, uh, you know, access the space. And um, I, I think just his whole ethos on thinking about blockchain as an inclusive technology and and his actions speak very loudly. Yeah, for sure. What did yeah. you think, Ali? I couldn't agree more with Matt. I think that that alignment with altruism of like how do we can bring other people above how can we make things better from so many different angles and perspectives right he was looking from a an artist perspective from a platform perspective from a technology perspective from a narrative perspective um i think it's very wholesome approach to what he's doing i think there's also that element of uh, responsibility. When when you hear him speak, he speaks with the sense of responsibility that's self-imposed. That um, it's hard to ignore. So I think I think I'm excited for him to continue taking it to the next level and just seeing how he can shape the NFT community from his perspective. One thousand percent. Well, we'll be back next week. Thank you so much for your support. Until then, we out. <laughs>